Welcome to I Am Divine, mastering your intuition with psychic mediums and spiritual psychology coaches and science of mind practitioners, Paula Hunter and Kim Garden. This is Paula Hunter. And this is Kim Garden. And welcome to another episode of I Am Divine, a spiritual podcast where you will discover your psychic potential within by learning skill sets that develop and master your spiritual gifts. We will teach you about universal truths that will empower you to manifest a life you truly desire. We are here to remind you who you are, the powerful badass that you are, the divine I am. In this episode, we are going to take some time to tell you a little bit about ourselves. So I'm going to hand the mic over to Kim to tell you her story on how she started walking this path. Thank you, Paula. My name is Kim Garden. For those of you that don't know me, I'm a certified spiritual psychology coach, a science of the mind practitioner, psychic medium and author. I started my journey when my mom passed away. Uh, I remember me and my sister, we wanted to go to see a medium because we wanted to get these messages from from our mom. And I remember sitting in the audience because we're at a spiritual church audience, pews, whatever you want to call it. And just being in awe of the medium. And I remember saying to myself, I wish I could do that. And I get what ended up happening was the spiritual church that I was at, they offered classes. So I started taking classes. And I remember sitting in my first meditation circle and going into a meditation and everybody was telling about these great revolutions that they were getting in this, this meditation. And I'm like, all I could feel was like the waves, waves of energy. And I remember being really hard on myself being like, I'm never going to be a medium. But then I just kept going back and taking these classes. And I actually ended up developing a fairly quickly to the point where the president of the church kind of took me under their wing and allowed me to be one of the featured mediums at the church. And eventually I was able to uh, create my own business from it, which was uh, pretty awesome. Where else did I go? So I when and as I started to create this business, I remember that I was doing a meditation one day. I, I can remember the specific day I was in my basement. I used to call it the dungeon because it was in the dark. <laughs> I didn't like it, but I was like, nope, that's okay. It's still beautiful. It's still lovely. It's my space, whether it's in a dungeon or not. And eventually I actually got to move up to uh, the top floor of my house and I used to call it the heavens. So it's funny to see where we transitioned from. Um, but I remember I was doing mediumship. I was working with clients. I was still working a full-time job. And I remember saying to myself, oh, I wish I love this so much. I love being able to connect with spirit. I love being able to deliver readings for my clients. And just it used to just fill my soul so much. And I remember being in my basement the one day and doing a meditation and I got this new guide that came forward. And I was like, Oh, well, hello there. And we went into this beautiful conversation. And he told me he's like, you're going to be doing healing. And I was like, No, 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 you don't understand, Mr. Guide. I'm like, I am going to be a medium. That is what I am. That is what I do. I'm not going to be doing healing. And he told me that in my mind, I was like, because to me, healing was doing like Reiki. And that kind of thing was the healing. I was like, No, no, no. like, I'm, I'm doing mediumship, I'm connecting people with their loved ones. And that's the kind of healing that I wanted to do. And so he was like, <laughs> he reminds me of you, Paula, where he's like, okay, I'll be patient. I will wait, <laughs> waiting for me to come around and get out of my own way. And then through all this, I was continuing to work full time. I was continuing to uh, have clients on the side. And then my husband got cancer. 
and my life just stopped and I couldn't focus on anything. I couldn't focus on my mediumship. I couldn't focus on all I could focus on was him and taking care of my kids. And that took a really big toll on me because I lost myself through a lot of that. And if it wasn't for my connection with spirit, those loving and kind words that they would just, my guy would just pop in and be like, it's okay, you can get through this, giving me that encouragement, giving me that love. I would try to meditate, but I couldn't focus. I would try to, I actually, I did do a lot of journaling, actually, and I think about it, I did do a lot of journaling and I got a lot of automatic writing that way. But then there was a lot of times where I just had to go, not even go within, just kind of ignore life. But I always knew spirit was there. And I still claim to this day that spirit saved my life because if it wasn't for my connection with them and their beautiful words, their, their motivation, just being there when I needed them, I think I would have got drawn into a really, really hard depression. So I remember getting to a point where I was like, okay, my husband was coming into remission, things were going well with his cancer, and it was like life was starting to get back to normal. But I had... I had lost myself. And I remember putting out a request to spirit being like, you know what? I'm like, I want community. I really want to be surrounded by people who are like-minded, who can speak my language, who I just, who, who I can just connect with on a deeper level. I said, I wanted to do my own healing because I was ready to really step into, I, I wanted to find myself, I guess is the words I was looking for. I wanted to find myself and I wanted to listen to my guide and be like, okay, you know what? Now I'm, I'm ready to do the healing for them. So I want to come into coaching because I was ready to just take that on as well as something to add to my tool belt, so to speak. And a girlfriend of mine was taking a course and she asked me if I would be one of her, I was going to say students, but not student, but if she could practice a session on me. And I was like, yeah, it sounds good, right? She's like, yeah, we're going to do some like subconscious mind reprogramming. And I'm like, oh, sure, this sounds great. And so I remember, I don't even think we were 10 minutes into the session. And I was like, oh my God, this is the answer to my prayers. I'm like, the session itself was, um, it was healing for me. I knew I wanted to do this work. And then after the session, she told me about the community that was involved with learning how to do this, these processes and stuff. And I was like, this was my prayers answered. And so I signed up for this spiritual coaching program and then jumped right into the spiritual practitioner program as well. And then Paula and I ended up connecting through this program because she was in, she was actually interested in another program I had taken. And uh, we ended up connecting that way. So all of this, though, it's, it's very interesting when you can look back at how everything was so divinely guided. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't know if I said it earlier, where I remember saying, I love doing like my readings and mediumship so much. I wish I could do it all the time. And then my husband got the cancer and then it's like, you know, cancer is such a bad thing, but it also allotted me time to be able to, when he started to come out of it, I was able to start to do readings more and really pour into my business. So it's like, Every little thing has been so literally intuitively guided or and divinely guided that it got me to where I am today. And I'm just like, I would not be where I am today without spirit and the growth that I have over, like I've learned in the last 14 years. It's like, oh, to look at that person from then to now, it's just, it's a completely different person. And I'm just like, I love myself probably too much. <laughs> like, <laughs> Never too much. <laughs> but you know what I mean? But it's like, because I know, I know that truth of who I am. I know that I am divinely connected to something that is so, so powerful. And there is just, there's a confidence that comes with that. There's a love that comes with that. There's just, it's like, 
oh, it just feels so good. And I'm like, if I can feel this good, I want to be able to help my clients feel that good too. I just want to be like this big beacon of light. And again, I attribute all of that to that connection with spirit because they were by my side. They were guiding me. I say they, because it's a huge spiritual team. They were guiding me. Even when I was stubborn and putting my heels in, they were like, nope, this is what you're doing. Like you'll, you'll get there. We'll be patient. We will wait for you and allowed me to get to where I needed to be. And for that, I'm just like truly, truly thankful. And that's why it's, it's my life's work to get people to learn how to connect with spirit. Mm-hmm. I love it. So awesome. Yeah. So, so, you know, I love some of the things that you said. One, when you talked about, you know, being light. And I think that's why a lot of times those that are on a spiritual path are referred to as light workers. I always use the term light warriors is because mm-hmm. we are the front lines. Now we are here to shine our light and just yes. be the beautiful beings that we are. Yes. And to kind of move things into introducing myself a little bit, you also made a comment about how creation of the circumstances in life. So this trauma, the situation of your, your partner having cancer and how much we can view that as being a negative thing. And yet on the other side, these are usually pushes that help us to step into this path of trying to understand who we are and wanting to develop ourselves and really find out where we fit in, in the universe. Right. Absolutely. And for me, that was a huge awakening for me. I was married. And after I got married, it's like my husband said, you are now my possession. And I was in a relationship where it was abusive. It was emotionally abusive, always being put down. He began to alienate me from my own family, tried to restrict who I could associate with. And at the time, I was very naive. I was very young. I didn't want to rock the boat. I didn't have confidence in myself. And, you know, I stuck in that. I think I was with him for about eight years overall. But there came a point where I was hearing my guides more. And I finally had the courage to step out of that relationship, knowing that it wasn't for me. I sat back and said, can I actually see myself bringing children into this relationship? And I got no. And that was when I made the decision to step out and say, I can't do this anymore. And when I kind of stepped out, I was angry and I was blaming the world. I was blaming him. He did this to me. He did that to me. And there came a point where I first heard my guides and they said, take responsibility for yourself. You allowed it. And that was a huge awakening. I was so angry when I heard that. It just upset me because in my head, I'm going, I didn't make him do this to me. I didn't allow him to do this. And the more I thought about it and stepped back, I thought, you know what? You did because you didn't open your mouth. You didn't speak your truth. You didn't stand up. And for me, similar to Kim, it was a trauma that set me on this path. Mm -hmm. I then connected with a, a medium as well. Uh, psychic medium went to see her and she told me things that nobody else knew and for me that was kind of a hook so I I was always an empath I always had gifts but this was the first time that I actively started pursuing training and I mentored under her for probably two years and when I started there was no internet so you couldn't jump on and start researching so for me it was you know reading books I was part of, of the church the spiritualist church as well going to group activities to enhance my own development as well I was actually training on the pulpit for uh, for a time as well mm. but I had to step back from it and one of the reasons 
reasons was that I found I was still being told how I could present something. You can use this term, but not that term. And that frustrated me because I didn't want rules around what I was doing. I looked at it as everyone has their path to walk and I couldn't handle somebody telling me the words I could or couldn't use. And so I stepped away from that, but continued my own development. And I actually started learning through um, what I call channel boards, but we just, we do boards, if you will. I spent two years, probably even more than that. When I first started reading, I was using boards. And as Kim did as well, I did it on the side. I worked full time, did it on the sidelines, still hiding in the closet, afraid of what people would think of me, afraid of the judgment. And I finally had to stop and step back and say, you know what? I'm hearing you. I understand who I am. And it's time to come out of the closet to find your voice and to speak up. And, and this is one of the reasons for the podcast. I mean, this is the divinity aspect. So over the years, the way I looked at it as I'm going to have as many tools as I can in my toolbox to learn. So I've been kind of walking this path over 30 years now. I have a bachelor's and master's in metaphysical science. I'm an ordained metaphysical minister. I'm a Reiki master. I'm a clinical hypnotist and aromatherapist. And again, that uh, spiritual psychology coach. And I'm still finishing up my training as a science of mind practitioner. And I always used to look at things as being separate. But what I understand now, as Kim said, at the end of the day, this is healing. And I never used to see it that way. And I had to change my outlook and say, you know what? I just want to be of service wherever this is going to take me. Mm-hmm. And Spirit directed myself and Kim to come together because we're also recognizing so many people are waking up. They're trying to figure out who they are. They're feeling lost. They're feeling alone. They're feeling like they're outside of everything. And it's so important for us to really come back to who we are. For me, it's it was the training, right? I need to have the tool. And then I had a metaphysical store for a while where I sold crystals and things. That would have been 2012. I ran that for eight years and then I closed it down because my guides told me they wanted me to start working more with other people and training. And that was a really tough one for me because I love the store, but they've been directing me for multiple years about stepping into the teacher mentor role because we're needed right now. And part of that scared the hell out of me. Um, But the other part was like, okay, I think I'm ready. Through the coaching program and the science of mind work that we've been doing, you know, recognizing the trauma that I was still carrying not understanding on how that was still directing my life and knowing that I had to step into healing what I needed to heal. And I think that's another reason, you know, me and Kim have come together is we're healers and we heal in so many ways. And I don't have to be like somebody else. You know, that's the the one thing I love about Kim too. Kim is herself. I am myself. And together it is so powerful. It's not what you have do it this way or have to do it that way. You know, it's embracing who we are as individuals. And I think as a whole, when we think about our world and our communities, the more that we can do this and embrace ourselves, but have love for everyone else that surrounds us too, is absolutely huge. I'm mm-hmm. so blessed that spirit directed me to Kim. They yeah, did that too. a while ago and I'm <laughs> so too. excited, you know, uh, because it is moved into this place of this creation of this beautiful podcast and these beautiful souls that are stepping up and wanting to know more, wanting to embrace who they are. Mm-hmm. And I think too, it's so important to, to go back to that we are all unique. We are all individuals, yet we are all one. And by embracing your individuality, it really is, I don't know how to word it properly. It's bringing you back to that 
we are just one, but we can still be that individual. Yeah. I think is amazing. I think it's important that, that we remember that, you know, how boring would life be if we were all the same? Absolutely. So this brings us to the end of this episode. Thank you so much for joining us during our conversation of learning about Paula and myself's uh, journey. We hope you enjoyed this episode of I Am Divine. And as always, thank you for listening. If you enjoy our show, please rate our podcast and be sure to come back next week for a discussion on what it means to be I Am Divine. And when we say, are you ready to step into your divinity? Until then, this is Paula. And Kim, and don't forget that you are a powerful I Am Divine Badass. This podcast was created by Paula Hunter and Kim Garden. We welcome you to join our private Facebook group, I Am Divine, to connect with other like-minded individuals and be part of our special events that will only be found in our private community. We would love to hear your feedback on today's podcast and on any other topics that you would like to know more about. For more information about our podcast, information on Kim and Paula, our special events, spiritual coaching, training programs, or even to book a private reading with Kim or Paula, we invite you to visit our website at www.iamdivine.ca.